Surf Scale Soar, guess what? This month marks our one year of having the Surf Scale Soar podcast. I am so excited. And that means that you've got one episode every week for the last year. I didn't skip a beat. And I'm super excited to be celebrating with this episode where I'm sharing the five tips I learned over the last year of podcasting. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Okay, let's jump into this week's episode, which is all about celebrating the one-year anniversary of the Serve Scale Store podcast. And it wouldn't be a celebration without reading a Spotlight Listener review. This one comes from Megan with Cubed. She gives us five stars and says, Brandy is a star and knows her stuff. To this mama in her late 40s, I love Miss Brandy. She's a young mom, wife, and rock star entrepreneur. I love her down-to-earth, keep-it-simple methods and her sweet delivery of great ideas for specific action to take. I'm in a phase of my life with multiple children and lots of activities, a husband who travels, and older parents who need watching after, which is very different from Brandy's face. And yet, she does a great job in giving specific steps to move forward with your business while honoring that different people have different goals for their business or different hours available to work. I love her positive can-do attitude and have learned so much in a short time. You don't want to miss these episodes so you know what to focus on next. Go listen now. Megan with Cubed. I so appreciate that. And I'm so glad to read that review because this podcast isn't for people that have the same walk of life as me, the same life, the same hours, anything like that. It's about all of us service providers creating a business we love on our own terms. And that's what I love about this business is we don't have anyone to answer to. We don't have to set the same goals as everyone else. We get to decide what our goals are, and we get to decide how we get to those. So thank you so much for that review. If you haven't already, especially since we're celebrating our one year, I would so appreciate it because we are going to try to hit 100 reviews in the month of September. I think we're about 78, so we just need each and every single one of you who listen to just leave us a review if you haven't. It's so appreciated, and I would love to hit that number this month. But let's jump on in to celebrating the one year of Serve Scale Soar. It's so crazy because we're over 30,000 downloads in that year. So many episodes. I think this is episode like 54 or something. I'm actually going to check. One year of podcasting is episode 56. So we have released 56 episodes in that time, which is bananas, and I've loved every minute. But before we jump into the tips, I want to share a story with you of how the Serve Scale Store podcast came about. Now, as service providers, we don't necessarily need to have a podcast. I think it's actually better to go guest on other people's podcasts. But when I started the Serve Scale Store podcast, I had just launched my membership, Serve Scale Store. I know, super confusing, but super simple all at the same time. That had launched in July, and I was having so much fun with that. 
And podcasting was always something I really wanted to do because I had been guesting on podcasts and fell in love with the whole process. I also loved that I didn't have to get up and wear makeup or do my hair in order to actually have the podcast. I could show up, look in a hot mess express mama day and still be able to record an episode for y'all. That was super enticing to me. So I kept on pushing it off, pushing it off, because honestly, I didn't have the time or the bandwidth between running my Facebook and Instagram ad business and launching that brand new membership at the time, I was maxed out and I wanted to make sure I had enough time for my family. So I went to podcast movement and I met in person Angie Trueblood, which has been on the show. We'll link her up and Stephanie Judice, which was in my membership and she ended up rooming with me, which was amazing. And I was at podcast movement and heard all these stories of people with podcasts and I got super excited. And Stephanie, for any of you who don't know, has been with me since day one of this podcast. She's literally the one who launched it, and she's my amazing podcast manager. And we were in our room together in the bed, and I said, Stephanie, I want to launch a podcast. Get me together a proposal, send it to me, and can we do this? And so she sent the proposal to me. I accepted the proposal and turned to her and said, I want to launch in four weeks. And at that time, it was the quickest launch she had ever done until one of my clients who hired her did a launch in three weeks, which any of you who know me, I'm a little bit competitive and I was like, dang, Paige, but it's so fun. So in four weeks, we launched it, launched with four episodes with the next episodes already batched out and ready to go. And Stephanie made it happen. So that is how the story of the Surf Scale Store podcast truly got started, was in a hotel room with a podcast manager in one bed, a Facebook ad manager in the other one, and someone who loves to take messy, quick action. And we made it happen. Was it perfect? Yes, it was pretty close to being perfect. Stephanie did a really good job, and I literally just had to record, which brings me to my first tip. This may sound a little crazy to some of you who know that I teach service providers how to scale without a team, but my first tip if you want to start a podcast is hire it out. Here's the thing. You can do it, but do you need to be doing it when you could be doing things that are going to make you money quicker? I didn't start the podcast to make money. It's something that I was passionate about and wanted to help more people and connect more. I never intended to make money out of it. And so I knew it was not going to be a smart idea for me to have to edit, create the graphics, schedule everything. That was going to take too much time away from me focusing on things that actually move the needle forward. And so I hired it out to Stephanie and I never regret it. I literally picked the topics, show up, record, and everything else is taken care of after that. So my first piece of advice is do service providers, should you run out and start a podcast? Not necessarily, because here's what I know. As service providers, it would serve us so much better to go get on other people's podcasts. Does that mean you shouldn't start one if you really want one? Go for it. Do I think you're going to get clients overnight? Probably not. But it just depends on how big your audience already is. Course creators, membership owners, do I think you should start a podcast? Yes, if you're going to hire it out. Because as service providers, we're so lucky. We don't need weekly content or anything like that. As course and membership creators, we do need to establish ourselves as authority in the industry. One of the quickest ways to do that is with either video or a podcast. But I truly believe that you should hire it out 
so you can focus on the things that actually move the needle forward the most. So tip one, hire it out if you're going to start a podcast. The second tip is free content is not dead. I hear all the time people talk about like, oh, let's do these tiny or these small offers and things like that. And yes, I do have one, but I also have my podcast. I don't think that giving someone a PDF is necessarily the best thing either. How many times have we opened up a PDF and then tossed it? or never looked at it, they usually don't get really received the same way as audio or video. But I honestly think that we should be showing up and serving our communities. And so for me, I get to do that each week with a podcast. And like I said, I never wanted to like make money off of the podcast or any way, because I always talk about relationships over revenue. This podcast is about creating relationships with my community for them to get to know me better. And I love when I get the messages that are like, Brandy, I feel like we're best friends because I listen to you every week. Those are my favorite messages because it's about building a connection with our audience. It's about getting to know them and serving them more than we can in a PDF. And so free content is not dead. If you are wanting to move into course creation, membership creation, I think a podcast is a great way to provide your community with excellent resources every single week and a great way to grow your email list and to nurture your email list. So don't worry. That is one thing I want you to know, though, is don't go into a podcast thinking you're going to make all the money in the world. Really focus on what relationships can you nurture and begin through your podcast. Okay, tip number three. Stick to your gut. One of the things that I've always hated is when I listen to a podcast episode and there's a stinking commercial for something weird right smack dab in the middle. In the beginning, it's never bothered me if there was a commercial in the beginning because you can just fast track it. But when Deadline Funnel or Dubsado or like, especially when it's like something weird like clothes that has nothing to do with your business, I mean, kind of. But those, oh gosh, why can't I think about it? Where you pick your clothes, stitch fix, like those, or like an online college or something like that, that just feels so off brand, pops up in the middle of a podcast that you're listening to or the beginning. I knew that if I was going to do any commercials, I would want it to be me doing it. And I wouldn't want it in the middle. And I don't really like commercials unless I'm promoting my own products. And so I made the decision when I first started that I was not going to worry about sponsorships. I was not going to worry about commercials unless I was promoting my own programs. And that's because I don't like them. And we got offered some money to run a sponsorship with a program that I love. I absolutely love this software. And I really had to do a gut check and be like, am I doing this for the money? Or am I doing this because I feel like it's going to serve my podcast community. And I came to the conclusion, I said I wasn't going to run ads and I decided not to. I turned down the sponsorship because remember, relationships over revenue is so important to me. I followed my gut. Has there been guests that I've interviewed and we never ran the podcast episode? Absolutely. Because I have to stick with my gut. My gut always tells me what to do. And I know there's been people who I've interviewed and they're not the perfect fit for you. So we end up archiving them and that's totally fine because I know that I only want to show up with my A game for you. 
I only want to give you the best experts and the ones that align most with my beliefs and how I think business should be ran. Now, there is no right or wrong way to run business, but if you're tuning in to my podcast each and every week, I have a feeling that you kind of like the values, the morals, and my take on business. And so I'm going to give you the people who I think best align with what you want to hear. And so we have to go with our gut on that. Now, am I saying it's bad if someone runs ads or anything on their podcast? Absolutely not. That's their business and they get to make those choices. And I think that's so great. For us at this time, ad sponsorships just aren't what I want to focus on, and I'm good with that. And that's why we should always follow our gut and what's right for us in our business. Okay, so we did hire it out, free content's not dead, stick to your gut, and number four is love learning about my students. One of my favorite things with the podcast has been able to spotlight my students. So whenever we have a student come on and tell their story, they're handpicked out of my community. They've hit a goal, they've showed up, something about them or something they did got my attention and I personally invited them to the podcast. And what I didn't know is how much I loved getting to know their stories, how much I loved hearing about where they came from, what they did. And through the podcast, we spend an hour together. It's very personal. It's one-on-one. And I'm talking about them, their family, their business, their background. And I just get to know them on such a deeper level. And I've fallen in love with that part of the podcast. It's truly my favorite is when I get to spend that hour with one of my students and really get to know them, not just their business, but who they are as people. Once again, it all comes down to relationships over revenue. And that has been one of my favorite things. And I'm so appreciative that they're willing to come in, be open, and share their stories with you and with me. And the last one, surprise, surprise, is building relationships. The podcast has given me so many opportunities to build relationships with people that I probably would have never built relationships with before. Between having guests come on the podcast, them finding my podcast and asking me to be on theirs, and really just building relationships. And that is one of my fundamental purposes with this business is how can we impact more people? How can we build bridges? How can we be more human to one another? And how can we build communities within communities? And I am so blessed to have had this podcast, to meet so many of y'all, to get your DMs, to read your reviews, to spotlight you on the episode, and to have guest experts on here and build those relationships that I value so much. Every single DM gets personally read by me. And I love when you tell me that you've taken one of the steps that you heard on the podcast and you put it into action or the podcast help you get going in your own business or you listen to someone who you felt like they just vibed with you. And it was a story so different from mine. And because they came on here, you were able to take action in your business. Building relationships is everything. And the more that we can incorporate building relationships in our business, the more we can grow together. And how amazing is that? A community of lifting one another up. And so those are the five tips that I have for you or lessons I learned or they're a mix of everything. But I think you can take these no matter if you're building a podcast or not and apply them to your business. So one, hire it out. Two, free content is not dead. Three, stick to your gut always. Your gut knows. 
four, love building relationships with my students and loving on them more. And five, building relationships in general in our business is probably should be our number one focus. And so those are my five tips as we celebrate our one year journey. Like I said before, I would love if you could just tell about your experience and write us a quick review so we can maybe spotlight you, but also to keep this podcast going each and every single week. I love reading them. I love seeing how the podcast impacts your life and what it does for your business. So until next week, celebrate with us the one year anniversary, but until next week, go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into the six figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.